Just quickly before we get started, guys, if you've been enjoying the podcast, can I please ask that you consider leaving a five-star review and subscribing on whatever platform you've been listening. It really helps the podcast grow. All right, so we've got a different episode today, a solo podcast, just to wrap up the year. It's obviously been an amazing year for us. We launched the podcast this year. I think this is our 35th episode that we've released, um, and I just wanted to, instead of just putting out another episode, I wanted to actually slow down a little bit, reflect on how far we've come, and I don't want to just, I don't mean let's talk about me and what the what we've done for the podcast, but I want to reflect on um, some of the biggest lessons from the year that I've had personally going through my journey with, with Happy Skin Co., the podcast, and other projects and then have a chat about some some of the biggest ways or tips that we can, whoever's listening that wants to really smash their goals for 2023, what I believe is some good ways or good strategies to integrate into your life to make sure you can unlock all your potential and, and, and change your life. Next year can absolutely be the year that you change your life. As I've said many times before with Happy Skin Co., my life completely changed in the space of a matter of months um, by launching the right business at the right time with some really effective strategies. Now, this isn't going to be all about business. As you know, the podcast is all about the journey. Uh, it's about the mindset. It's about the trials and tribulations and how we overcome them and become better human beings. So um, just on a personal note, touch on some of the highlights because I think it is. It has been an exciting year for us. Um, we've we've hit pretty much most of our goals for the year for the podcast already. Um, but so looking at, at myself, so the podcast has been a massive goal been something I've been speaking about doing for the last three or four years. Honestly, literally, it's been that long on my mind. It's been something I've been so passionate about doing and so excited about. So getting the podcast to where it is today, we've had 33 amazing guests on the podcast. We've had some awesome conversations with entrepreneurs, uh, content creators, artists, actors, uh, comedians, you name it. Um, next year's going to be even bigger and better in terms of what we're doing with the podcast. Um, we're taking it on the road uh, next year. We're going to do a week down in Melbourne, a week down in Queensland to interview some of the entrepreneurs and other amazing people in those states so we can make sure we're continuing to bring you um, the biggest guests uh, and the best guests with the best information in Australia. And then potentially later in the year, we're going to take it international and do a bit of a road trip so we can make sure we're getting, as I said, the best talent um, and the best stories and the best perspectives on the podcast. Um, as well, another thing that I've been working on that's been a massive win. I'm about 70% way, seventy of the way through a massive project that's going to launch early February next year. Um, so that's been a massive thing for me to reflect on in terms of Happy Skin Co. Won't spend too much time on that, but like the retail growth for us, um, and, and that's connected to one of the biggest lessons of the year I've had. But being able to see our business grow through retail channels has been an amazing journey. It's been a challenge. It's a completely different um, workflow to e-commerce, but it's been amazing for our business, amazing for myself to develop those skills and that experience and those connections with some of the biggest retailers in the United States. And um, then another thing that I've really loved that we've done with Happy Skin Co is moving to our new office in Alexandria. It's a much more um, exciting place to go and work. And as we all know, environment is a really, um, is a really big factor in the performance you can get out of yourself and your team. Um, we're surrounded by amazing businesses that we've had multiple people that are just based down the road. We've had ice on the podcast, Jade Spooner on the podcast. Their office is literally two minutes down the road and that's walking. So it's been amazing to, to refresh there. Uh, and then for the podcast where we've come, this is the 35th episode, um, that we've released. As I said, we've, we've charted, um, up to number 18 in our category in Australia. So 35 episodes in to be able to hit number 18 in our category within Australia is pretty impressive. Um, and we're actually doing, looking at the stats. So over a hundred thousand impressions on average for every single episode. So that's really amazing for us. Honestly, the whole goal of the podcast for this year was just to be able to get as good as we can at creating awesome content, having good conversations. So next year, really going to, as I said, 
aim to level up the podcast and grow it. But this year was just about let's have conversations. Let's try to provide as much value as possible to the listeners and any, everyone who's um, gracious enough to give us their time. And if you're someone who's even watched just one episode, uh, thank you for, for doing that. Thank you for giving us your time. Um, I really, really appreciate that. I don't take your time for granted. So I hope we can add value to your life, whether that be education, whether it just be through stories or perspectives or real actionable tips, whatever it may be. Uh, thank you for giving us the time. Um, and as I said, next year, we want to take this to another level and we're going to take this to another level, but that's enough about me and about us. Um, I want to go into some of the biggest lessons I've learned this year. And then, so obviously whoever is listening can hopefully take away uh, and learn from some of my biggest shifts that I've had this year, some of the biggest lessons that I've had to learn and relearn and, and see how you can um, implement them into your life. And then what we'll do, I want to go into six ways uh, or six strategies you can put into your life to make sure you can honestly smash all your 2023 goals. And even though I say that, I think it's silly that people set New Year's resolutions, but when it's this time of year, I think it's fine to do. Um, people, there's a bit of a bad connotation with New Year's resolutions, but I think when we're this close to Christmas, we're this close to time off, I think it's important that we give ourselves um, some space to breathe, some time to reset, spend with family and friends and reevaluate, sit with yourself, sit with your thoughts and think, what do I really want to achieve next year? Um, how do I want my life to look by the end of the year? And then put in a plan uh, to make that happen. So we'll go through six ways I have um, that we can all do in our lives. I'm going to be doing and I'm going to be living them. And then if you're someone is, who is Whenever we should never be satisfied with where our lives is. We can be content and happy, but never be satisfied with where we are. We always want to be pushing ourselves to improve. So we'll go into some ways we can do that. Some of the biggest lessons for me personally, the first one is, is patience. Now for me, this is something as a very fast paced guy, I'm sure if you've listened to a few of these podcasts or watched them on YouTube, you can say I am quite a, a fast paced person. I talk quite quickly. I, I've got a million things going through my head at all times, but realizing good things can take time and you're not going to build what, what's the saying Rome wasn't built overnight. And I know it's a cliche, but realizing that if you want to execute at, at a certain level, it's, it's okay to be patient. You actually need to be patient. Um, and if you're someone like me who generally wants everything to happen right now, it can be something that can take you many years to learn, but I'm starting to, as, as, as we continue to put in the work and things continue to build, I start to realize how important patience is and patience, the lesson of patience that I've been learning and trying to understand fully actually integrates and, and fits in perfectly with the second, with the second uh, biggest lesson for me this year. And that's momentum. And you need to really get the value of momentum. You need to be patient. And, and that momentum, essentially what it is, it's that delayed gratification. Now you want to keep putting in the work because it compounds. We've all seen the charts of exponential growth. We're at the start. You're going to be growing slowly. The improvements are going to come little by little, but as you keep working, your, your, your results and the improvements are going to, are going to continue growing and, and, and increasing in speed so rapidly. So it's just being able to recognize where you are in life and, and be aware that you just the phase of putting in the work, you don't need to be attach yourself to those results straight away. But if you can stay consistent and keep going after and working towards what you want and you're always thinking um, and having a level of self-awareness, what can I do better? How can I continue to improve it? But you just continue putting in the work and be patient. The exponential growth that I've had with the podcast, with other projects in my life, um, it really has blown me away. And I remember my old acting teacher when I was acting, Billy always used to try and um, put into my head momentum, momentum. And as an early 20s kid, I don't I didn't think I fully understood the power of momentum. But if you can understand what momentum can do for your life and how being consistent and disciplined um, and continuing to put in the reps, it will absolutely change your life. Now, another one of my mentors, Gary, 
likes to phrase it like this. So macro patience, micro speeds. What that means, patience in the macro. You have a long-term vision. You don't necessarily... You don't necessarily care exactly how you're going to get there. You don't, you're not obsessed every day with why aren't I there yet? Why aren't I there yet? You have the patience because you know what you're going to achieve. You know what the vision is, but in the daily, the micro, the activity is there, the speed. So that's something I've had to try and learn is how to continue to be myself and put so much energy and enthusiasm and passion into, into each day, but separate myself from the result realize things take time and just continue doing the reps and let the momentum and the exponential growth, which is destined to come take over. So those are the first two ones. Now the third lesson and the third, this is something that's been consistent throughout my entire life. If you've heard me speak on any podcasts over the last few years, you'll know this is really important to me and it's to back yourself no matter what, but not only back yourself, no matter what, don't settle for anything other than exactly what you want. And I think that's my biggest purpose in life. The thing that's most important to me is, is realizing that you can live whatever life you want. You genuinely, the person listening to this podcast, you can make your dreams come true. And I was just some kid, like I said, many times before, I didn't grow up with money. I grew up in the suburbs of Western Sydney. Um, I didn't have anything really given to me. I, of course, I had a great supporting family and I had a roof over my head and, and food on the table, which is a lot more than most people. But I was just a kid who thought I was going to live a normal life forever and then I realized that, hey, we actually do have a lot of power and control in our own lives to, to make our lives whatever they want, whether that be earning a lot of money, um, whether that be waking up every day and, and working on your passions. And, and, and actually that is more important to me. And that's kind of what I've, what I've learned over the last year. Obviously, I've been quite satisfied with the amount of money I've earned for the last four or five years, obviously. But what I like to define happiness more as now and, 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 and fulfillment is when I wake up every day, and this is something I, I had a chat with Ice about as well a few weeks ago when he was on the podcast, and I 100% agree. It's how excited are you to wake up uh, in the morning and start working? I think that's a really great metric and a, and a measure of how happy you are and or how successful you are. For me, waking up every day and be excited about what you're working on is success. And, and if you're working in a job that you hate right now, it honestly can be starting any any kind of business, whether it be e-commerce, dropshipping, agency, whatever it may be. And you might not be in love with that first product, but you might love waking up every day and being able to be your own boss and set your own hours and work from home and see your friends when you want to see your friends. Uh, whatever that looks like for you, I just start to really encourage you over this time that we have off in between Christmas and New Year's and early into next year, start reevaluating. Honestly, if you could have your life look any sort of way, how would you want it to be? Um, because I can, I'm telling you right now, you genuinely can make your life that. Um, so figure out exactly what it is you want. As I said, it doesn't necessarily have to be attached to a dollar figure that you earn. Uh, and put a plan in place to make that a reality because I'm telling you, you can make anything come true. I'm a testament to that. There's so many other people who started um, from a much uh, more difficult uh, beginning than myself um, and have achieved even like so much like the heights uh, level of success past me. So I'm just one example. I'm actually excited to next year show and document uh, more examples of people that have been able to do that just so everyone can realize how possible it is to live the life of your dreams. Now, moving on to the next one, and this is more of a business one for everyone who's interested in business, but it's organic content. It's uh, how powerful and important organic content is. It's something that obviously TikTok has been really prevalent over the last two or three years. But this year in particular, um, with everything I've done in business with Happy Skin Co., with some other projects, and obviously with the podcast, just realizing how lucky we are today to have channels like TikTok and Reels where it doesn't matter how big your following is. If you can create good content and you be consistent and consistently put out good content, you can go viral and your video can be seen by hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, regardless if you have 100,000 followers, if you have 10 followers, it doesn't matter. So 
if you're in business or thinking of getting in business or just growing a platform, the power of organic content and making interesting or entertaining, engaging content um, that adds value to the to the viewer. Um, honestly, the, the potential is endless. And what it's done as well, when I started Happy Skin Co, most businesses um, kind of found their scale and had their level of success from two ways, from influencer marketing, which a lot of the time is going to cost you a lot of money, or from scaling paid Facebook ads. Now, both of those things take cost money, right? They take money. If you don't have that sort of budget at the start, TikTok and Reels, being able to create good co content and get it to go viral and shown uh, to hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people around the world, it really evens the playing field. So there's no excuse now that if you don't have the budget, you absolutely still with a couple hundred bucks can buy some products, make some videos and sell sell them through a dropshipping site and generally make tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars of profit. So something I've obviously been aware of being in business, but really understanding the power and how important organic content is and organic content marketing is. Uh, it's just undeniable. You can, I've, I've tried to resist it in certain ways because we're just so comfortable and good at doing what we do, but really leaning into it this year, it's been amazing for me all the projects I'm involved in and the businesses. Now, another one connected to business is diversification of channels. Now, obviously a lot of people that listen to the, this podcast, obviously not everyone is interested in business in some other way, might have your own e-commerce business or want to. Um, and it's something that I've learned over the last couple of years, but this year seeing the power of diversification of channels. Now we've had some, uh, some channels decrease in performance or we've had some absolutely explode in performance, but just, realizing how, how, how much, you know, how, like the position the businesses would have been in, my business would have been in if we didn't look to diversify channels a couple of years ago um, is ridiculous. Cause some of our biggest channels now didn't exist at all 18 months ago. Now a business in e-com before if you, if you've been in e-com for a while, you could have started a business uh, and just ran Facebook ads and done tens and tens of thousands of dollars in sales a day, even hundreds of thousands of dollars a day. Now, unless you're one of the biggest in the world um, and you have a massive um, product range and, and product offering, to do that off one channel is going to be very difficult. Obviously, tracking issues uh, across Meta and Facebook, Instagram ads are a big part of it. We don't see the attribution uh, like we used to, so it's difficult to know what campaigns you can really dump thousands and thousands of dollars in. So diversifying channels and being able to expand where your sales come uh, in from is, is super important. Another massive lesson of me, of mine uh, this year. Another one that's super important, I think this should be for everyone as well, but I've really understood the importance of to be always seeking education, always trying to level myself up. Now, something that is just true with the way the world works. We live in a free market. We live in a capitalistic society. The more value you can add to, to the world is directly correlated, directly linked to the amount of money um, that, that you can earn. Now, if you can add a lot of value to, to people, to businesses, to your customers, you just, no matter what, you're going to earn a lot of money. So if you can figure out ways, and that's what I've been trying to do, where are my weaknesses? Um, what, what do I need to learn that allow me to execute things at a higher level? What do I need to learn that's going to improve a strength of mine to make me an expert in that? And just being able to do that and really take the time to understand things fully or learn new skills, um, it's it's having real impacts in my life already. So I would absolutely encourage people to to continue to um, seek education outside of work in your own time. You might not be a massive reader, that's fine. YouTube videos, you've got podcasts, whatever it may be, but just always trying to level yourself up. Uh, I just feel is such an important um, part to you know fulfilling your potential as a human being. Now. Those are some of my personal biggest lessons. Now to, to, to flip it and talk about how we can actually, you know, smash our goals and, and hit all our targets for 2023. 
here's some of the things that I'm going to be integrating and here's some of the things that I really recommend. And if you're looking to change your life, improve uh, where, where you are um, from the start of the year to the end of the year, here's some things that I really recommend you can do um, and it will be able to unlock God knows how much of your potential. Now, the first one, again, it is a bit of a cliche, but uh, I just think it's so important. Success starts in the morning, right? And it's find your morning routine. And I'm not going to tell you what your morning routine is. I've tried many morning routines myself. Um, I used to, for example, um, I used to wake up at about six o'clock. I used to do about two hours of my own time, you know, mindfulness. I'd used to wake up, I'd read, I'd stretch, uh, I'd do some, some of my forms from martial arts uh, and that would take me two, two and a half hours. And that was great. I did feel really great after doing a little bit of movement um, to doing some reading and, and educating myself. But then I would jump into business and then I heard heard a piece of content from Alex Hormozzi. You probably would have heard me speak about him before about if your goal is to grow your business and you're in business, the optimal morning routine is to wake up and train yourself to work as soon as possible. Now, when I first heard that, I didn't really agree with it in the sense that I thought I should be able to set myself up, have a, a beautiful morning, you know, feel good about myself and then jump into work. And while I think that's going to be really important for a lot of people, I think this is where finding your own morning routine comes into it. There's going to be a million people tell you what the optimal morning routine is. I think to find your morning routine, it needs to be linked to uh, what your goals are or what your biggest weaknesses are. Now, for, for example, for me, in terms of fitness and training, training is something that's always going to be a part of my life. Um, I've got structured, you know, martial arts classes and, and making myself go for runs or go do workouts isn't something I struggle with. So mate, doing the, using the first few hours of the day to do things like that or things to do like read where I enjoy reading in my free time anyway, it probably, while it did feel good for myself, was it really giving me the biggest return in terms of driving me closest to my goals? No, it wasn't. So I actually started doing what, what Alex Hamozzi said and I'd wake up at 5.30 and I'd start working pretty much straight away. I'd have a coffee and the first 45 minutes, I'll, I'll be honest, in the mornings, particularly at the start, I wasn't my sharpest to wake up and dive straight into the most important work. But as I got used to that and as I'd been awake for, you know, 45 minutes an hour, the amount of work and the amount of things I was able to achieve in the morning, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., while it's peaceful, while there's no one needing me uh, to respond to emails or calling my phone, and it didn't matter if I got to, to 9 or 10 in, in the morning and I'd done four or five hours of work, it didn't matter what came up in the day, what problems I needed to solve, who called me, how I got sidetracked. I always got that most important amount of work done. And what it did, because I did that, it, it freed me up. It took the pressure off the rest of the day. I was more relaxed in life because I know no matter what, every single day I'm getting four or five hours of solid, uninterrupted work done to myself. And then anything past that point um, is a bonus. So that's something that really work for me. I'm not saying that's uh, the way to approach it for you, but if you're that someone who really is looking to take their, their professional career or their business to the next level and you can give it a try, honestly, I would recommend it uh, for sure. The next point, uh, how, to, how to really win next year, how to change your life, smash your goals is structuring your weeks. Now, again, it can seem obvious, um, but it's something that I've really leaned into more than ever this year and that's time blocking everything. Now, I used to just time block, okay, I'm, I'm at Happy Skin Code and then I'll do whatever I want when I'm there or then I'm training, whatever. But what's really allowed me to achieve more than I ever have this year, literally because I've had so many projects on, I've had to really uh, adopt this um, time management and structuring of my days and structuring of my weeks more than ever before because naturally I'm the type of person that's really energetic. I'm uh, really enthusiastic 
Um, I have a lot of passion for things I do, but I wasn't naturally the type of person that liked process or liked a lot of structure. So it wasn't something that I, I, I enjoyed or, or, or it came to me naturally, but I kind of had to adopt that out of necessity this year just because I had so many competing projects that were competing for my time and attention. And, and I really was committed to getting the most out of them and, and, and achieving as much as I could. So I really sh- went into structuring my time and having nearly everything I do in my calendar. And what that did was obviously allowed me to get everything done or get as much done as possible, but it took the pressure off your head. You just look at your calendar. This is what I'm doing. And it allows you to compartmentalize things easier. It allows you to be less stressful and have less noise in your head because all you know you need to do, you spend, um, you spend your, your Sunday night or your Monday morning planning your week and at the very least in the morning when you wake up, you look at what your day is and then you know, okay, this is my plan for the day. I don't need to stress out. Anything comes up, I'll just follow this. Of course, there are going to be things and hiccups along the way that are going to take your attention, problems you're going to need to solve, but you can always fall back uh, into that. So I can highly recommend structuring your weeks, particularly if you're at a, a job right now and you realize you're not particularly satisfied and you want to start your own business Obviously, you're going to be at work um, nine to five, structure nine to five. So then you can get as much done when you're there, achieve as much as you can. So you're still making your bosses happy. You're still achieving what you need to achieve at work. But then outside of that, you're, 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 um, you're booking in the time for you to work on whatever it is, like your, your way out of this life, whether it be starting a business or starting a YouTube channel, chasing one of your passions, whatever it is. Put all of that into your calendar, including your free time, including your, your leisure and recovery time. And I just feel like it allow you to unlock so much more in your life. Now, the third thing that we can do, um, and this is something that I, I'm a massive advocate of, is just find, find mentors and ask questions. Now, that's off people who are people who have achieved similar things to, that you want to achieve, people that have, you know, living their life that you really want to live now, it's, it's something that you can do. It's one of the biggest hacks to cut down the amount of time it'll take from to get you from where you are today to where you want to go. So like it's well documented. I've spent quite a lot of time with Gary Vee and I've learned so much from him and, and leaning on mentors like like him and, and having conversations with people like I've had on the podcast that are way more experienced in business than me, like my friend Kobe Simmett, like, like Michael Lane, like people who have achieved levels of success that I aspire to. How did you get there? How do you approach certain things in your business? So find mentors and ask questions. You'll, you'll be surprised how willing um, most people are to help you out or, or to get you um, to, to cut down the amount of time it'll take you to, to figure something out because you don't need to figure it out on, on your own anymore. There are so many resources out there, both online and um, in terms of just sliding into someone's DMs on Instagram, send them a message on LinkedIn. A lot of the time people will be more than happy to, to help out. Now, the next one kind of is, is related to that, but it's, it's, it's invest in yourself. Now you would have heard people saying at least 10% of the money you earn should be invested back into your education, into upskilling yourself. Now I'm a massive advocate of that. I've spoken a lot about the traditional education system and, and I think that has a place for, for certain industries um, and for certain roles. Like obviously if you want to be an accountant or a lawyer or a doctor, that's important. But in terms of if you want to be involved in the business world, in terms of marketing, branding, content creation, customer service, anything like that. There's, you can learn anything you need to learn online through different avenues, through working with mentors. Um, so really taking that money to not look at it as a cost. We've all heard the saying as well that you need to spend money to make money. Um, so that includes investing in yourself. Now you hold the key to everything. You are the vehicle that can make your life epic or can make your life really shit. So you need to be investing in yourself. You are the most valuable asset in your life. So why wouldn't you invest that money into yourself, into your own well-being, into your own mindset, doing courses, doing programs, going to seminars like I did, 
doing events, whatever you can to help improve your skill set or your mindset. I think it's invaluable and any dollar you spend on yourself is going to come back tenfold. Um, and you've heard way more successful people than me say that, but it's something really, if you haven't been putting too much emphasis on in your life in the previous years, or maybe you have, I would continue to double down on that and really make sure you're continuing to push yourself to grow. All right. So the last one, uh, the last two we've got left, and then we'll wrap this up. As I said, it's going to be a bit of a shorter episode today, but it's to set massive goals that really excite you and, and then to work backwards from there. Now, I like to start with this whenever I feel stuck in life or, or I want to partake on a new journey is I like to start out by setting my North Star. This is going to be a big goal. Often it takes longer than a year to achieve. could be anywhere between two to five years. Um, and what it is, it's that big North Star, that big dream goal that you want to achieve. Now, if you're starting from the beginning and, and we want to aim for that, that can be, it's quite a daunting gap. For example, if I say earlier this year, I didn't even have a podcast. I wanted to be one of the biggest podcasts in Australia. Now, why that is a massive goal and it is something that, that excites me, starting from zero and getting to there, there's just too big a gap to really understand what do I do there? So how do I get there? It's too big. There's, there's, too, there's too many things that need to happen. I don't understand it. While it is big and exciting, the most effective, I like to use these sorts of goals to get you bought in, to get you excited. But the way to actually get there is by breaking it down into smaller goals. Now, I'll use two examples. I'll use one example that, that I've, I've been using this year with the podcast, which is a real life example which is uh, like, like, like I said, want to be one of the biggest podcasts in Australia. I, I don't think this will take a year. I think this will take a couple of years to get to, but what we did to break that down, we have, we categorize our guests uh, or, we, or we put them in tiers rather tier one, which is uh, people kind of in my network around the same level. Then we have tier two, which is going to be harder to get Then tier three, which is some, you know, global people, that, you know, are absolute leaders in their, in their niche, in their industry. And then we have category four, which is like really, um, dream guest goals. So we're talking to people like, um, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon, um, the rock, Conor McGregor, those sorts of people that are really big guests that are going to be like a dream come true to interview. Now, if we want to get the rock, for example, on the podcast, I'm not going to be able to just, okay, how from this position am I going to get Dwayne Johnson, the rock on the podcast? But what we could do this year is break it down into smaller goals. And the whole purpose of this year for us was we just wanted to get good at our craft. We wanted to get as good as we could at having conversations, at booking guests, at going along with the flow, at asking interesting questions about putting together the best content we can at editing it down into by-side pieces of content. So we just wanted to focus on doing the reps. And, and honestly, one of our biggest goals this year was just to put out one podcast a week. And we felt, and, and, and it's true, if we can just do a goal like that, that isn't really results focused, it's just outcome focused. If I can put out a podcast once a week, we're going to get better and it's going to take us closer towards that goal. Another goal we had was every week, just do one thing, one small thing to make the podcast better with anywhere in the process. So if we could find one small way to optimize what we're doing or to do something better each week, we're extremely happy with that. Um, and then another thing, another goal we had, a more tangible goal we had for this year was to get 10,000 followers. Now we've been able to do that. We, we've, we're almost there. Well, if you add Instagram, TikTok together, we're, we're over that. TikTok's nearly there itself. Instagram uh, has a little bit more to go. Now, Instagram growth can be uh, a little bit harder to come by. People don't throw around follows as much on Instagram, 
but that's not something we realized at the start of the year. We thought obviously TikTok's going to grow faster, but TikTok really is performing really well for us. So we'll set some bigger goals for next year. Might be 100,000 followers and start having some tier threes and maybe even a tier four guest on next year. So we break it down into smaller goals, um, which will allow us to eventually get to that bigger goal because it's awesome to have that big goal. But really starting from the, the, the start of your journey, it's just too big to kind of fathom and see a way there. So start with that big, exciting goal. Break your way down from there. Now, one of your goals might be you might be in a job, whether that be a tr- on, on the tools doing a trade or you might be in an office job hating life or doing sales, whatever that may be. Um, if you have a goal for next year that you want to um, have a million-dollar brand, so a brand that can generate a million dollars in sales per year, some of your goals, so that might be your big North Star goal that gets you really excited. It sounds cool. It's $1 million. You know, if you can make a million dollars, you're going to be living a pretty good life. So what you would do, your first goal might be to um, save up enough money from your job that you're working full-time to start a business on the side. So that might mean you need $500 might mean you need 5000 It might mean you need $20,000. Um, but save up as much money as you need to execute the business you want. Then the goal is to launch that business. Obviously, once you've launched that business, the goal should be for you or could be for you. Next goal that I'm going to do to be able to enable me to get to that point uh, of building a million-dollar brand is I just want to earn enough profit from this business that I can stop working full-time in the job I hate and just work part-time so I can spend more time working on the business. Then once you've got to that goal, okay, I'm here now. I get I only have to work two or three days a week. The next goal should be how, do I, how much money do I need to earn to be able to do this full-time, set that as a target, and then get to there. Then once you've got to that point and you can go full-time, then you can really start targeting the goals of how do I make this a million-dollar brand. Now, obviously, to get to these um, outcomes and to get hit these milestones, you're going to need to set individual business targets. But if you start – the whole, the whole purpose of this is if you start with a big goal that really excites you, that's a way to get out of, for me anyway, when I feel really lost in life, when I feel stuck, when I feel like, why am I, what am I doing? I'm just going through the motions. I like to set myself a really big goal that excites me that I know I'll wake up every day excited to chase. And then that's the first step. Then once I've done that and I know that's what I want to do and I'm excited, set some smaller goals or outcomes um, that's going to drive me closer to getting there and I'm telling you, you can change your life into whatever you want it to be. I've said this so many times, but I really am such a believer in that. Whoever's listening to this, you can live the life you want to. They don't tell you that in school. They don't tell you that in the media, but genuinely you can. And this will finish up on my last thing that we can do. And I I have spoken about this, but once we've set those goals and we've set those targets we want to achieve, visualize yourself um, achieving these goals and experiencing these moments. Now, I know some people are already into visualization. Some people think it's stupid or it's a bit woo-woo. But don't worry about if you don't if you if you feel like it's a bit too woo-woo for you. Let's just call it daydreaming. I can tell you if you daydream about yourself uh, achieving these goals and and you can put yourself in these moments, uh, experiencing these moments along the way, like the day you you quit your job, the day you you make your first hundred thousand dollars, the day you get your first sale, the day you hire your first staff. If you can see those moments really clearly and experience them, you're going to draw them into your life. But not only that, on a more tangible human level, you're just going to excite yourself. You're going to be filling up your cup every single day um, that you're visualizing this. Now, um, if you want to know how I visualize, I've broken it down in a little bit more detail. We did a podcast with Joe, interviewed me. It was episode 13. I'll probably speak about that for five or 10 minutes, how I visualize or how you can visualize um, and use that visualization to actually help you achieve your goals. Um, that was episode 13 of the podcast. So you can scroll back down to there or 
at some time in January or February, I'm actually going to put together a YouTube video and, and walk you through step-by-step step how I've been able to use visualization to absolutely change my life from some kid living with his parents in the suburbs to being able to travel the world, earn millions of dollars, buy a house, work with Gary Vee, all those sorts of things. And honestly, I know there was a lot of hard work, a part of it, and there was obviously luck, great timing, great people around me to support. But one of the biggest things that I, I swear by that allowed me to change my life was visualization and the law of attraction, just believing in myself, believing in the, in the dream and the purpose. And then once these things started to happen, they started to fall into place. Um, I realized that the actual potential for this is endless and, and I'm, no, I'm not special. The, the potential for you to live any, any sort of life you want and achieve any level of success, whatever success looks like to you is endless. And we need to stop um, limiting ourselves and we've got to get rid of self-limiting li- beliefs um, and just realize that the world is so fucking abundant. We can all be able to live the lives we want. We genuinely can. Um, but that's it for, for now. That's going to be our last episode for the year. Um, obviously, Christmas is right around the corner. So thank you again to everyone who's been listening. Um, I really appreciate, even if you've only watched one episode, liked one video, um, I really, really appreciate that. So enjoy you some time off with your family these holidays. Um, I hope you you come back next year refreshed. As I said, set some goals, set some targets. I know I'm going to be doing that over the next couple of weeks. I want to do amazing things with the podcast. I want to bring you guys with the team, some amazing guests, amazing uh, stories to entertain you, of course, but to educate you as well, to inspire you and just hopefully leave a bit of an impact on, on everyone listening. Um, if you're enjoying it, guys, please do me a favor. If you think that there's some value in these lessons or any of these tips, share it with a friend, share it with your best mate, share it with your with your crew so we can all obviously hopefully together smash 2020-23. Now, don't let people tell you that um, New Year's resolutions are bullshit. Yeah, sure, they can be silly, but we're right there now. The New Year's resolution, like I don't like using the term New Year's resolution. That is silly, but use this as a time to reset, refocus, set your goals and commit commit yourself to becoming the person uh, that you dream to be and that allow you to live your dream life. Um, so as again, thank you guys. If you do listen to the podcast, you enjoy it, do me a favor, chuck a review or a rating on whatever you listen to the podcast, whether it be YouTube, um, Spotify, Apple, it honestly does help the podcast grow. Um, and I appreciate it. I really do. I appreciate that a lot. If you have any questions, want to chat more, send us a DM on Instagram or TikTok, and we'll, and we'll have a chat there. But for now, guys, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for everyone that's been along this year that supported us, that has sent us messages. Um, whether you've come to the podcast from following myself or any of the amazing guests we've had on, thank you and have a, and have a really good holiday period and I'll see you all next year. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or you got something out of it, do yourself a favor, do me a favor, do your friends a favor and share this with them and they can come along on this journey with us. Thanks again and I'll see you next time.